Welcome to the Holistic Lifestyle Podcast, where I help busy Christian moms create schedules that eliminate stress, ditch toxins, and experience God-given freedom of peace. All right. Hello, everyone. We have Grace Riman here with us today. We are going to be talking about mindset and organization. We connected online, actually, and it has been really nice just chatting with her a little bit beforehand. And we want to just kind of go through some topics together. And the first question I wanted to ask you, Grace, was pretty much part of the reason that we, you know, want to stay organized is to have some sort of control in our lives. We're constantly chasing that because life is very unexpected and having a controlled environment can make us feel, you know, a lot more secure. So I wanted to ask you, how have you found peace and not having that control and more importantly from God? Well, I, for me, truly, and you know, this, and is that true peace really, truly comes from God and nothing else. And what I have been meditating on for a while now, for the past, even like almost two years is seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things. So let me, let me re requote it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And I think what, what ends up happening is we switch that around, you know, when it comes to life, we're seeking the other stuff. We're seeking the comfort from, I don't know what, whatever it may be um, other than God. And so for me, that's what I found to be something that I, that has helped me is my daily time with God in his word and just being able to have that quality time because things are so, you're right, things are so out of control, even, you know, our, from our own homes to the world, you know, it can really feel overwhelming. But when we get down to it and we have a God who takes care of us, no matter what, we have a God who neither like sleeps or slumbers so I can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. All right. And then another thing is that I'm trying to kind of work through the different, you know, mindset things that could cause us to really want to organize besides control. Cause I think control is really that most obvious one. Sure. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of more things when you delve deeper into it. So what other things could be causing that? A lot of times it, it's what goes on between our ears is the internal noise that happens. And we need to one, recognize that because as, especially as women, we love to think and think yeah. <laughs> and we're, you and I are, you and I are going to talk, you know, more about that, right. About overthinking, but, um, this is what happens when we begin to you know, sit down and there, there may be some parts in our homes that are like, well, I think uh, I should get that organized. I should do this. There's a lot of shoulds, mm -hmm. um, but we never get to it because we don't have a, you know, plan of action. 
And when we do, you know, the thing is, I, I'm reading right now a book by David Allen called Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity. And he mentioned something there that he says, you know, when we're thinking about something, it means that there's something that we need or want to change in that situation. So if we, if we see it that way, you know, instead of maybe continuing to ruminate on it, we can um, begin to uh, come up with a plan of action yeah. of what it is that we're thinking about. So I think that's one thing that really, really um, tends to get people stuck when it comes to um, trying to get things organized other than, you know, trying to get a sense of control. It's that inner, inner war, inner voice, whatever it is that you call it, that's, you know, going on inside. Yeah. Just kind of all the confusion and then your, what is it? Um, analysis paralysis. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're just constantly trying to figure all the stuff out and you're, you have all these steps you can take and then you're just like, what do I do though? And you're just kind of frozen. How do we begin? How do I yeah. start? Which Where do I begin? Exactly. To, you know, overthinking and overthinking causes us overwhelm. It causes us stress, ultimately um, procrastination because we don't, we, we just, yeah, we freeze like that. So how can we stop overthinking when it comes to getting our homes organized so we can actually take the action to do it you know all these different things in your head that you need to do you want to do you see so many ideas how do you oh, yeah. stop and take action what needs to happen first is recognize like i said earlier recognize that you are overthinking because we really you really cannot um you don't know what to work with you know you don't know what you're working with when you're not really sitting down to figure out like, okay, what is happening with me? Like just some self-observation that, you know, that you are in, and it's hard, you know, it's hard for us to admit that like, you know what, I am overthinking this. Maybe I should look at the bigger picture. And, and that does tend to happen when we try to look at our whole house and be like this and this room and that room and this room and that room and start coming up with every single room, every single corner that needs to be organized. So instead, um, we should think about the next thing to think about other than recognizing that we are overthinking is that, you know, it's okay. It's okay not to know the end goal of it, but it's, you've got to ask yourself why, like, you know, why, why do you want to get organized? And why now? And, and so when you ask why, it helps you to, you know, when it gets tough, when it gets hard, you will remember the reason why. And the number one thing that I like to ask my clients is, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel once you've done the organizing? You know, how will that make you feel? What will you know, what is the outcome that you're, you know, you're trying to achieve? Yeah. My favorite is like when I'm decluttering an area or a specific room, I'm like, how do I want to feel when I walk into this room? For example, go. the yep. kitchen, it's always like, if there's dishes and stuff all like, I'll wake up in the morning before everybody and I come out and there's dishes and I have to sit here and clean the pan so I can actually make some oatmeal for breakfast yes. <laughs> and I'm automatically just starting my day with stress and so yeah. 
you know, making sure that I actually have the stuff clean the night before and put away where they're supposed to be. So I'm not struggling to find it when there's only, you know, so much, a lot of time left for my husband to leave for work. I need to give him breakfast. (laughs) I, I definitely agree that that can just really help so much knowing why and how you want to feel. That's so important. And I appreciate just your experience and input into this. It's, it's really helpful hearing other perspectives and the inner work questions have always been so fun for me. And I'm not sure exactly why. Um, It's just nice to actually, you know, make a point to work through things like we need to work through them. Okay. So yes, the inner work questions are just very interesting to me. I'm not exactly sure why, but I I just think it's important for us to actually work through what we're actually going through and process that so that we can move forward, you know, in a way that is really intentional. If we just kind of, I think a lot of us tend to just push things down or to the back of our minds and not deal with it. And then it just comes out in these other different ways. And it's usually, you know, a heart issue, or it could even be a sin issue. And that allows for an opportunity for us to grow closer to God and to improve and bring him glory. And so I think that's probably a big reason why. And it's interesting that we can find God in all aspects of our lives, even we sure can organizing and why we want to organize. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. There is definitely peace in organization. There is peace in having everything in in place, and and not maybe not necessarily everything, but like the things that you use on a daily basis, and you can access what you need. Um, you know, on your on the physical level, and also as we were talking about, you know, inner, inner workings and inner mindset things, those are things that, um, we also need to pay attention to, right. Desiree, cause yes. otherwise we have a lot of mind clutter and <laughs> that's, that's how a lot of, um, you know, profess professionals, um, see it as is mind clutter. In fact, I want to give your listeners a resource. Um, have you, if, have you heard of Dr. Caroline Leaf? No, I can't say. She's a, yeah, she's a neuroscientist and she is a believer and she has a podcast called cleaning up the mental mess. And that has been so eye-opening for me. As a 21st century seed to soul mama, Desiree brings her listeners straight onto their homestead. While there, Desiree walks you through the intricacies of non-toxic living and a minimalist lifestyle. You can truly hear her heart as she guides you through kids, homesteading, homeschooling, and life in general. Desiree does all of this while lovingly incorporating faith and what is the beginning of her kingdom entrepreneurship journey. She has really helped me a lot with being able to um, be empowered really that we have the, we have the power for lack of a better word. Um, God created us to be able to think, feel, and choose. And that those are the three things that she always repeats. And 
you know, hearing that I'm like, yeah, we do. We do have control and we don't necessarily have to continually overthink things. Yes, we have a choice. And Mm -hmm. I I love that you were mentioning too beforehand that she was actually a Christian as well. And so she's having this, you know, faith aspect to it. And that's so important to me because I know it can be really easy to get into a worldly perspective when it comes to anything, but especially things dealing with the mind. It can become this kind of worldly perspective instead of a faith-based perspective. So I'm really excited to check out her podcast. I'm sure many of my listeners will be as well. Uh, We definitely like the podcast form. It's it's an easy way to enjoy some company and some education even. So while we're going throughout our days and getting stuff done, whether that be dishes or driving. So I really enjoy that. And So some signs of overwhelm, obviously Mm -hmm. there's things like isolation and being angry or sad. What are some other signs that could be happening when we're struggling with overwhelm? Yeah. So before I add a few more of those to, to that list that you started, um, I was saying to you earlier that, you know, and I want to let the listeners know, you know, overthinking and overwhelm are like our sisters, (laughs) they go hand in hand. And so we have to watch out for these sisters. So regarding overwhelm, um, where you can start as far as, um, the signs is really your body. Observe what your body is telling you, meaning that has it been, have you been getting a lot of, um, you know, more headaches than usual lately? Or you just feel like, you know, hey, I just don't feel like getting up in the morning and your concentration, um, there tend, it's, it isn't there, you know, your focus and concentration. So those are some signs um, of, of overwhelm and, even your body feels tense, right? When you feel overwhelmed about something. Yeah. Um, so those are some things that you can observe for yourself and, and act like you're, you know, you're just, you're not judging yourself. You're not um, criticizing yourself or you're just observing how you're feeling, how your body is reacting to this overwhelm. Yeah. It's, it's hard to do that sometimes in the moment. I, I notice I'll do that sometimes at the end of the day when I'm just, you know, trying to fall asleep, you know, kind of relax each part of my body, just kind of a way to relax myself. But I don't think to do that during the day, you know? And so I think that's just such a great tip to if you're if you're feeling stressed to slow down enough slow down to assess like okay how am I physically feeling and then that can help you work through what you're emotionally feeling that's so wise yeah yeah and so what are some other common pressures that you personally feel that you put on yourself and how do you work to eliminate that as a former perfectionist, and I say former because, you know, the Lord can really deliver you from a lot of things that, you know, that you don't think you will ever get over. Um, and 
that was the biggest thing that the Lord has shown me about myself is that, you know, I suffered from a lot of perfectionism and having to know all the answers and having to know all the solutions. And sometimes we just don't know. And it's okay not to know. (laughs) And we can eliminate the not knowing um, by asking for help. And a lot of times I think that's, that's our, uh, that's really something that um, I'm also learning that keeps us further from the Lord than we want to is our independence. Wow. You know, we, we want to be <laughs> right. It's, true. it's like, it was kind of like a, that's, that's head on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're, we're so independent and, and God's like, I got you, I got you, you know, and we don't have to be, and also we don't have to be stuck in our own heads. I think that's where the pressure lies is when we are in our heads so much And we need to get those thoughts out. And for me, I have been journaling for like 20 plus years now. And I believe that that has truly helped me process what's going on in my mind. And um, even if it's just a simple sentence, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you've got to uh, write paragraphs and paragraphs, but, you know, something just to get it out of your head and onto paper, and it could be just that simple sometimes. Yeah, I I need to journal more. I get into it and then I stop and I get into it and I stop. I think I do feel that way. Like you have to write a lot. I, I mm. feel like I might need to be one of those people that has almost a prompt, you know, like a journal that yeah. has questions for you or maybe even just something that has questions each each day, even if it's just like a notebook that asks like one to three questions, I feel like that would be something really cool for many of us to do just to kind of pay attention to actually how we felt or give us an opportunity to reflect back on the day and maybe an emotional experience that we had and sent us into this flurry of mind clutter and we didn't even realize oh it started right after that incident happened (laughs) right right and writing it out will help you you know process it like we were saying because also what tends to happen is when it when it comes to overwhelm and overthinking and a combination of of these is that it tends to be something regarding the past or something regarding the future. Mm-hmm. So both, um, you know, both of these keep us from the present. It yeah. truly does because we are ruminating on the past. Oh, I should have done that. I should have said it. I all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then on the other side of it are the future things where we feel anxiety over what has not happened. Um, and so being able to even talk it out with a friend, um, helps a lot. Talk it out with your spouse. Um, and, and again, the simple habit of getting it out of your head really, really helps. Yeah. It's kind of the same concept as, you know, the brain dot where you kind of write out everything that you need to do for the day and it's out. I know that has helped me 
immensely. It's just like, okay, I can think about something else besides one, two, three, four, five. I need yeah. to get these things done. Oh my, like I need to remember it or I'm going to forget it and just Correct. bring something really helps. So of course that makes sense that journaling would help. It's brain dumping that emotional stuff versus, you know, my planner is just the in a way physical or just the to-do list um yeah the journals yeah. are emotional brain dump wow I really need to get a journal now Grace <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's awesome and and you know and regarding you know journaling is one thing and then listing out our to-dos is another and what I want the listeners to know is that just because you put them on a list doesn't mean you have to do them mm-hmm. you're just simply putting them on putting your thoughts on paper and then you can sort through it later and you can think about what your priorities are based on you know what you wrote and and don't think that you know just because you wrote down 15 things to do means that you have to do all 15 things there may be some things in there that you don't you don't need um, but that's not the point you know the point is getting it out on paper yeah I've realized I've had to create much more realistic goals and healthy boundaries and healthy goals because I definitely can find myself writing out on my planner all these different things to do and then feeling stressed when I don't get them all done and that's when you know I realize that God gives us grace and if God can do that I should be able to do that. <laughs> like that's not right. Sense, not in the sense that I can do what God can do, but more so in the sense of that if he is giving this to me, like who am I to not allow this for myself? Like I'm just being ridiculous and kind of petty, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a quick tip on um calendaring. Um I'm I'm learning as I go. I used to list uh, all the things that I, you know, needed to do on my calendar. But now I really keep my calendar minimal, meaning that it just simply consists of the things that need to, that are like an appointment. So appointments are simply on the calendar and not necessarily the to-do list. You know, that can be on another thing. Haves, like your absolute haves to get done is what you only keep on your to-do list. Yes. Keep on my calendar. Um, yeah. So, so that, you know, your calendar won't be cluttered with so many things. It's just all simply appointments, either appointments that you set for yourself or others, you know, dental appointments and, um, um, you know, clients and, you know, anything that is, um, is, uh, time sensitive. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that would be all that you would put on your calendar. I think I have lowered what I put on my calendar for sure, but I'm going to be a little more mindful and intentional about that over the next week. And I'll have to report back to you and kind of <laughs> how that looks. For sure. I, I'm kind of looking over at my planner now and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> it does look a little cluttered. <laughs> it's funny how you can find anything that can, you know, easily become cluttered just by not being intentional about it and even for a short amount of time honestly and you know that's okay that's life it is going to happen but oh yeah for sure we can definitely set up to prepare us better and also to just keep the habit going of staying as decluttered as possible to honestly save us more time like 
we definitely exactly with yeah. trying to have enough time you know the days are evil and so it, it's just constantly trying to figure out where your priorities are and just really how to be intentional about our time that's something I just find I'm always trying to nice pay attention to well going on to our next question how do you keep on decluttering and organizing when you really don't have any motivation to there are times that I have woken up and (laughs) multiple days in a row telling myself I'm going to declutter this area or this room and I don't do it how do you actually do it when that motivation just really is not there the first thing is you need to accept the fact that, hey, I'm tired and I don't really feel like doing it. And that's okay too, you know, and you, maybe you've already done a lot of, um, you've taken a lot of time decluttering already and you just simply need a break and it's okay, you know, to do that. And, but if you're feeling like, well, <clears throat> I need to, um, I really need to do this. I want to do this, but I have no motivation I would say phone a friend, (laughs) phone a friend, even if it's even even if he or she is not there physically, um, there is really power in accountability when you let someone know what it is that you want to do and and you'll let them know that when, you know, when when are you do you plan to do that? And I think scheduling it is also um, something really important so that um, and don't overdo it as well as far as scheduling, you know, and, and a lot of us have our, uh, have our limit and some people can do three hours worth of decluttering and others can only do 30 minutes at a time. So gauge yourself with, you know, when, when you do, um, want to declutter and I'm going to put in a plug here, hire a professional, Hire someone like me (laughs) to at least get you going because sometimes an objective eye is all that you need. And sometimes someone um, being alongside you is all that you need to, um, to have that motivation and to continue that motivation. Truly it helps. That's such a great point. Um, Accountability. I'm finding that is just so helpful in so many different areas. And I've been trying to, provide that for friends and people in my community as well. And I'm really seeing that that is what people need, you know, when we're actually accountable, then we actually take action. You know, a big reason why I do this podcast and a lot of, you know, the topics I cover is to help inspire and motivate people. But if we're not taking action or if we're struggling with taking action, then it just ends there. And so realizing that there can be opportunities for accountability, like in the group that we have the Unprocessed Mama Facebook group that I have, it actually is a space for women to give each other accountability. And I really want to cultivate that there so that we're actually, yeah, we're rallying each other on through this work because it, it can be hard and sometimes really just need somebody to talk to. So that is so cool that you mentioned that. And speaking of 
you organizing? Where can people find you, connect with you? Yeah, for sure. They can contact me through my website, um, organizewithgrace.com, or I you can find me hanging out here and there on uh, Instagram um, at Organize with Grace. And then on Facebook as well, same thing, except at the end is FB. So Organize with Grace FB. And so I I also have a podcast, um, same name, so it's going to be really easy to find <laughs> Organized with Grace podcast. So that's where I hang out the most and, you know, would love for your listeners to come on over. And if, you know, if you need some tips and encouragement, that's where I am. And that's what I'll give you there. Yes, please do. I hopped on over there and listened to some episodes and they were very helpful. And it's so fun to be able to collaborate like this and just talk about things that we are passionate about and that other people can grow in with us. So thank you so much, Grace, for taking the time to talk with us and share your wisdom. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure my listeners will as well. Oh, you're welcome. It's so nice to be here, Desiree. Thank you. I see you struggling with keeping your home clean, with reaching your goals you're working so hard on, trying to figure out what's unhealthy and what's truly not toxic for you and your kids, and you're wondering if it's ever going to be possible, or at least get a bit easier, but it doesn't and you're still having to rack your brain for what to make for dinner as the sun starts to set and your kids start to fuss and then proceed to full-on crying in a matter of minutes, or still trying to finish that project you started months ago, or working so diligently, but the needle just doesn't seem to be moving forward. Finding out that yet another product you use in your home is bad for your health and you just have to get it out of your home but feel too overwhelmed to even start it, let alone find a better option? Confused by the world's guidance and craving God's wisdom, and you're so sick of it. I see you. I was you. But let me tell you, there's another way. A way you can experience peace that's so freeing you didn't know possible. A way that you can live healthier and actually afford it. A way that you can have a low-tox home. A way that you can keep your home clean. A way for you to take the extra wasted time and guesswork out of the dinner process. A way to take steps forward in the direction of what's really important to you in your life. A way to actually have fun while you're on your personal journey. I want you to let go of feeling like you have to figure it out all by yourself wasting hours and hours of your precious time and spend only a fraction of that time with me. Right now, I want you to go on over to the link in the description and check out the Holistic Life Academy. And I want you to say yes for yourself. And it's going to all be so much easier than you think. Head on over to Apple Podcast if you aren't there already and leave a rating and review on how you're liking the podcast to help me reach more moms so we can all live stress-free. P.S. If you're a working mama, share what you do for work to get featured on the Holistic Lifestyle Podcast. Looking forward to chatting with you next Tuesday. Have a blessed week.